shit, man. That's a wow. Oh man, that's funny. I I uh, last night even just after our session, I, I I had some really good moments of um, being open and willing for catalysts to come as gifts and just feeling feeling the openness and the willingness to face what comes for lack of better words and with a lot more I, I i was feeling really good it was a lot of positivity woke up this morning and it's just been one catalyst after another you know and it's just been like <laughs> she's like well man that's what i that's what i asked for so yeah, yeah. It's been, but it's good well, I mean, that is something we could talk about, but I'd like to just lay, just you throw me a bunch of balls that are in, you know, throw stuff you want to talk about. It can be immediacy of your life. It can be adept stuff, law of one, um, catalyst, whatever you feel like I can do to walk with you today. I want to be that person. Mm. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I was trying to spend a little bit of time just thinking um, what would be the most most helpful thing to walk through um because really i mean just to tell you where i'm at yeah um it's been a really good few weeks of course plenty of catalysts by way of you know sicknesses of the kids just one mm-hmm. right after the other and we just walk through all that stuff um but you know outside of that it's been a really good few weeks by way of i feel an abnormal amount of um alignment i think is the word yeah and and then an abnormal amount of like positivity or expected hopefulness of walking into this year so (laughs) december 30 31st and then stepping into you know january 1 i just i have never felt before walking into a new year that this is going to be a really good year but that's what i've been feeling and, and it's just been really good. I've had some really good times of silence and of like just centering prayer with some words and just feeling so much. Um, what I feel that I feel is abnormal or that I have never really felt um, um, to, I've never felt so strongly is I feel that my desires as, as Ryan, even just as an egoic, uh, just, as myself, my desires are are less scattered and they're more aligned with what I know is my deepest desire. And I feel that such that I, I, I kind of feel some of the integrity that I know I spoke of at, at the beginning of what I was desiring is to operate in integrity. My desire with what I know is my higher self, my soul's truest desire uh, for me, with me. And that's what I that's what I feel, and that's what these last few days have been is just an abnormal amount of uh, there's no way to say it. It's just happiness, just joy. Joy. And, uh, yeah, joy is a good word because it clearly doesn't come from circumstances. And I was oh wow, and I was feeling it even just a little bit ago um, with this catalyst, um, wonderful catalyst of being given the wrong price and somebody coming out and trying to give me a this you know a much you know about five times the price of what it should have been kind of thing um and you know it was like it was interesting because again last night um you know after our after our time together which i really appreciated after our time together i felt a lot of of 
unity, for lack of better words, in, in my own self, mm-hmm. and of course spurred maybe by the unity of the of our of our yeah. our higher self of the group yep. or whatever it is. I don't know, but yep. I, I felt a lot of unity within myself of. I am ready and willing to walk into whatever catalysts need to be there for to illuminate every part of my mind and my heart to be more in alignment and to be filled with more. It, that's not the greatest language to use. You can't be filled with more light and love, but you get what I'm saying, to be more in alignment with that. And so even this morning, it's been a, um, man, this is great. This is great to have this opportunity to either choose to get frustrated or choose to be at peace, not knowing, you know, and this is a very small thing and I'm not blowing it out of proportion. It's, it's a very small thing to, to have to have these conversations and be put on hold for hours. And you know what I mean? It's just normal daily stuff, but I've just, I've just felt an underlying underlying kind of peace. Like, man, it's all good. Like this is part of the game that I'm willing to play. And I, what I, what I felt was, um, this is small compared to what I know is probably coming and it's probably by way of the canos. And the reason I say that is because I was reading the way of mastery the other night and um, I was really loving it. It was really resonating, jiving with me. And then the paragraph came and it's really beautiful about surrendering and trust. And, and that's where I've been. Like, that's my, that's just where I'm at right now in my process. It's, it is the internal message of Ryan what would it feel like to release all of the control that you've tried to assert on the business, on what's next, on finances, um, on how the girls do and how they grow up, et cetera, et cetera. What would it be like to just release all of that and just to trust? And like, and so I've been feeling it. I was writing, you know, journaling on the 31st and it was 2024 is a year of surrender and trust for me. And that's, those are the words that I've been feeling. And um, and then the wonderful words that came in the way of mastery were, um, and don't worry, we will send you the catalyst that you need to, so that you can confront your deepest fears. And it, you know, of course, of course it hit me with that little bit of, oh, nuts, what have I signed up for? You know what I mean? But of course, that's just the, the little, that little voice that went out on my head was, do I really want to do this? But of course, all of me was, yes, I absolutely want to do this because I, I know it's for my highest and best, et cetera. But, but that's anyway, that's, that's where I've been these last few days. So what do you hear in any of that? Um, oh, man. Well, this is called living the law of one. So you are doing it. You are. Okay. Uh, it doesn't get much clearer and better than what you're saying. Um, ah, okay. So I just want to affirm your joy uh and and your trust and gosh okay so let me let me just if if the only thing that's coming to my mind and i won't be uh long on it but i wanted to just maybe because it's you and you you enjoy some of the metaphysical stuff yeah just to offer you a little bit of what i'm hearing in terms of the law of three the law of seven um the what raw calls the law of doubling or squares and how these all sort of relate is it also along with will and faith in the archetypes because i'm, oh, I'm wow. hearing all of okay. that in this please but it, please. it's not going to teach you anything new it's just going to affirm you but give you some kind of constructs if because that you're interested in it that's the only reason <laughs> that's what i need I, I really appreciate that because i'm i actually feel very surprised about how i feel at the moment 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, and that's why I use the word abnormal. So that would be helpful to have a bit of a uh, a map, yeah. a, a cosmic yeah. map. Yeah. And um, also, I I would certainly invite you to not get uh, attached to the goodness of it all right now. Okay. Just okay. as much as we don't want to be attached of catalysts that bring us down. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the moment that we feel like we've made it, whatever that is, is yeah. the moment that we grasp it uh, as okay. an egoic victory. And I know you know that. I'm just offering it as a... Um, yeah, some, I appreciate that. Yeah, something you already know really well. Yeah. Well, the, um, the law of one would state that everything is unity and unity is everything and that all things are happening for the sake of the one infinite creator to experience the creator self in and what it means to be alive in what it means to live well um and what it means to live more intensely or better uh, and that's the law of one. And we are all the creator having these fractal experiences, but there are um, maybe precious few, but I would argue that there are some universals that would be true throughout manifested universe. And that is um, whatever arises must converge into a wholeness. So wholeness making okay. is the is the name of the game. Like if the if the creator had a rule book that the creator has to follow <laughs> because the creator is one, uh, is that everything um, that emerges must converge and become one in an actualized way. Everything is potentially one already, but um, okay. everything, all entities that are experiencing themselves as individuated fractals, say, yeah. they all have an internal drive, be it a, a photon or a universe, you know, okay. in that scale, uh, that yeah. spectrum, there, there's all, there is, first off, they're all beings. And secondly, as the law of one says, that the original desire is that all entities seek and become one. So there's an internal um, mechanism that is a part of the creator's desire that all things actualize their oneness, even though they are always one in potentia. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. So how, how does that, um, and I don't, I'm sorry if I've, uh, uh how does that relate to you? Because you may be about to say it, but it's the, so what does that look like by way of, I can see that with people. What does that look like with, um, if I can say wounds or with uh, catalysts, um, how does that? Yeah. How does that interplay together? Yeah, yeah. So thank you. I'm, I am. I was about to go there. We track you and I track so well. Um, I, <clears throat> the next thing is is that within the law of one, there has to be two kinds of ways. There's probably more, but I mean, I think that there's two big ones. Um, about how this law of one works. Like, how does the yeah. one infinite creator actually experience itself? And it yeah. seems to be there's these uh, two prime, primal principles, and one of them is the law of three. And the law of three would be uh, the forces of the energy. And notice that it's asymmetrical, by the way. Mm -hmm. 
And then yeah. the next one is the law of seven. And the law of seven is sort of the flow of the energy. So the mm-hmm. law of three would be the actual forces of the energy. And mm-hmm. law of seven is how it flows. And then mm-hmm. you and I, as, as one, as the creator, um, therefore embark in our own spiritual evolution according to the interplay between um, the law of three and law of seven. So here's how it would work and what, what I'm hearing you say is um, picture the Enneagram, the, the nine ways around. Yeah. yeah. And the f- number one, the, the nine that's at the very top, yeah. um, that is going to be like point zero, at zero point. And when you and I, as the creator, make a decision as to some kind of seeking, some kind of orientation building, uh, that starts off our musical, if, if I could put it that way, musical signature, and, and it's called a do, like the do, re, mi, okay. um, the octave of, of the notes. But yeah. it, it would be moving to the one on the Enneagram. So that okay. would... Th- and when you yeah. say, and when you say one, when you say I'm gonna, I want to serve the one infinite Creator with all of my heart, mind, body, and spirit, something along those lines, then that that creates an energetic orientation. And Ra says that is um, the foundation, and it doesn't really count because it's one is infinite. Uh, um, it, it's it's like zeros and ones. You know, there's only zeros and ones. So like one is. It doesn't really count, but the next one counts. So when you say, I want to do an orientation, I want to do it. And then there's this breathe, almost a metaphysical breathing. And then there's like a, a re-inviting and it could be instant. And it could be the next day. I really want it. Like I say, yes, I'm going to, I want to do that. And that's when you start to have this tracking where it, every single time you, affirm your Mary's yes, it increases in an exponential kind of strength. Wow. Interesting. Um, But there's, but okay, so that's the law of three then would be there's an affirming force. And so you move in from the do to, I mean, the one to the two, right? Because you started at nine, that's zero point. And then you say, I want to do something. And so that moves you over to the one that that basically puts you at the starting of a a race. You know, if I could just use that as a metaphor before you weren't even ready to run the race. Now you're at the starting spot. So in a way, it counts because it means everything. You're you're actually starting. But in another way, it doesn't count yet because the, the race has yet begun. You've just said you're Mary's yes, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Then when you when you the gun goes off and you start running that's that's two on the enneagram and i'm not ta- i'm not talking about the personality enneagram i'm talking about the cosmic yeah. enneagram yeah yeah I, I got you yeah so then you're you're starting to run the race here and when you get to two this is where you will start feeling like you did last night if i could just maybe overlay yeah. what your story was and that is yeah, man, I'm feeling a sense of joy. And joy is that perspective that all things are are good and they're heading towards it. I can trust the direction, you know? 
Mm. Uh, joy is way bigger than happiness or sadness. Mm. It is, uh, it mm-hmm. is something to, that can contain it all. And then what the law of one says is there's going to be, so there's the affirming force, then there's the denying force. Mm. The denying force is going to be when you hit number three. And when you hit number three on the Enneagram, uh, of course, yeah, when you hit number three at the Enneagram, what happens is uh, we will receive what's called an active I'm sorry, it's called a passive shock. And passive shock in the sense that you and I are receiving something. Something is done unto us. You know, Christ's passion on the cross. Something was done unto us. Passio meaning um, something's done unto us. Yes, we're overtaken by something. Mm -hmm. Uh And the purpose of this shock is to really help us reaffirm our will and faith. Because in order to get to four, (laughs) in order to get to four, you really have to know what you want. And it's all a part of the cosmic infrastructure of of the energy, of the flow of energy. Um, Yeah, so when you can state, for example, that you had a lot of catalysts today, but it did not diminish your joy, even though, even maybe a month ago or a year ago, yeah. it would have driven yeah. you nuts. Yeah. Because that you're feeling this equanimity amid, amidst it all, then that put that means that you have reaffirmed your Mary's mm. yes. Mm. You know, I I. I, I st- I still want it. I want it more now, and I trust. Now, now I have to trust it because the good feelings, say, or the the order or the sense that there's an order, just got shattered. Uh, so now I have to trust that it's there because the, the the dopamine hits. I'm not getting, you know, but yeah, yeah, right. So now I'm yeah. trusting it, and this is when I think um, the human accesses the heart chakra in the journey because love and understanding requires us like i i believe that the first the passive shock at three is our opportunity to to break open into the heart um to move beyond the lower chakra triad break open the heart and then accept love and understand to, as much as we can, the 360 view, that perspective, all grounded in faith, you know, because it's nothing you can prove or measure, but it's it's a full acceding, uh, it's a full submission of our need to know everything and fall into this larger transcendent enveloping energetics of love. You know? mm-hmm. And then for comes along five and we're really ticking four and five you know um this would be the next few days or maybe a week or so for you uh maybe more it depends but then we hit the second shock so this would be number six on the enneagram and the second shock is called the active shock 
whereas the three was the passive shock. In other words, something is done unto you. Yeah. The active shock, the six, position six, is where you would choose between two goods. Mm-hmm. Interesting. To... to uh, between two seemingly equal or good things that you would choose and your choice makes all the difference in the world. But you, but you'd have to, now you have to choose based on your integrity values, um, your yes, all of this to not stray from the course that you've Mm -hmm. chosen. um, Even though the siren call of this other thing that, you know, is there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. What are your thoughts so uh, far? Yeah, I have, I have something to say on that. I was okay. Say, um, this is this is great, by the way. Good. I mean, just like, man, this this is such a helpful. This is high. This is high adept kind of work, you know. Yeah. Man, I I, I love this, and um, this is giving me exactly what I needed. Good. Um, what I was feeling as you were saying that is the one thing that I didn't say, and I was going to bring back up, but it's exactly this. So perfect timing. And it's that I feel, I feel pulled between two potential goods. And it's exactly like you said. Um, so what, what I wanted to ask you and, and, you know, from within this framework, yeah. but then also just your knowledge and your experience, um, what I, what I've been feeling that I can't for, and maybe it's, and I, I won't say can't, that I, that I know which one I am affirming and I know which one I want to affirm. But at the same time, I feel the, okay, so what it is is, and I feel it very strongly, it is the primary thing that I am and I will release all of my control and all of my effort to control, it relates to finances. Mm-hmm. And, and finances primarily to me, I was trying to pay attention to it. I was trying to, I've been trying to journal on it. And what it comes down to is a sense of security, safety, a sense of, but then more than that, what I, what I was, what I was journaling that was coming up in my mind is I was asking myself, why do I care so much about some of these side business things that I have going? Why do I care so much about them going well? And about and about not just not just making the money, but of experiencing the fulfillment of working at these side efforts and seeing them come in and be helpful for the family and helpful for for everyone. So I've been asking myself, like, why do I care so much about this? Because I, in on on the one hand, it's not really about the money, because and that's what came to my mind is because we don't need anything right now. Like we're really okay when it comes down to just looking at the finances month to month. It's like we're okay and we're gonna be okay you know um so it's like well, so what's going on and this is what i've been trying to get at the thing that i've been feeling that's that's been i don't want to say frustrating but has has felt the i felt the unclarity on it as of yet it is can i not can i not enjoy both but i don't but i want to be careful on how i say that because i feel that the real peace that matters is not whether or not those side businesses make money or not. It's where I've been putting my trust and my security for lack of better words. That's what I, you know, I know that to be the course of, uh, of things, but then my, my question is what I've been, you know, experientially trying to work out in terms of how I live and how I think is how do I hold 
what I know is my core vocation and soul's purpose for my life, which doesn't have anything to do with these side businesses in a way. This is not why I'm here, but it's just an extension of like things that I've learned and things that I've appreciated and enjoyed doing. So it's kind of just like a side effort, for lack of better words. How do I hold that together with what I know I'm here for without it without it feeling like it's either this or that? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is good, and this won't be this big of a shock for you. Um, because what I'm hearing you say in that, if I would bring it to an image, would be if, if there is something that exists behind... The, a sheet of music, you know, a sheet of music that has the notes on it. Um, yeah. That which exists behind all the notes is blank or silence. It's silence. It's, there, it's a presence from which the notes hang and have their individuatedness and their being. And together they create the symphony. And what I'm hearing you say is I want to be able to be faithful to that, which is undergirding all of the notes, but, and, and yeah. not get sidetracked on this really awesome sounding, you know, uh, dubstep yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well said. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you want to be faithful to that, which is preceding and undergirding and transcending all of the notes. Um, would that would be your kind of ontological calling. And, um, I think it might be helpful if I just finish up the law of seven, because yeah. that's what yeah, we, were, sure. we were doing is, the law of three then would be like the affirming force, the denying force, the reconciling force. Um, and what ends up happening is when you get to, I think we're now at number uh, seven. So number six is, is the active, the active shock, something that you have to choose between two goods. And it's always going to be a nuance. Um, so in the hero's journey landscape, think of the first battle as a, you have to defeat the dragon. You're the, the knight yeah. that has to defeat the yeah. dragon. The second battle is um, you have to you have to choose between two great invitations for prestige, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I feel it. I yes. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. And, and I, both of them would yeah. would maybe spell out success, and everybody else would be like, either one is fine. But you know, yeah. one has an energetic signature that's congruent, and the other one um, is that song that can take you to different places. Mm, yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay, so just, just oh, go ahead. right there, really quick. Let yeah. me just say um, part of what comes up in my mind right when you say that is I've already gotten a job offer. Um, that is a really good job offer for April, like when I'm finished with CMF. Um, so I, I, let me just say, that's what I hear when I hear you say mm -hmm. that is I'm already, I'm already feeling that tension of, if I can say it this way, um, you know, aside from the financial point, uh, financial, what I just said about that, the two goods that I have is a good job offer that would be very helpful and could be very helpful for, for, uh, for lack of better words, uh, some of the work that I want to do anyway, or I, 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 it's almost like I, I don't want to say it with such certainty just in case I've missed something. But otherwise, in my mind, it is so clear to me that stepping into more of the spiritual direction kind of coaching mm -hmm. effort um, is where I need to be. And that just feels so clear to me. Yeah. But this job, the, I got a job offer to be, uh, to be a professor at the university here. 
Oh. And uh, which I would I would normally say yes, absolutely. Yeah, I want to do that. But anyway, okay. Let me just say that's where I'm at with that. But keep going. Keep yeah, going. and we'll return to that because that's part of the arc. Um, let me just clarify a little bit of the law of three action. So the affirming force. I'm sorry. Yeah, the affirming force for you started at number two. All right. Um, yeah. Because number one is yeah. the starting, right? Uh, you know. Yeah. But then the affirming force is the wind is at your back and you're running. Uh, yeah. Then the denying force is three, and that is three. where you have this active shock. Yeah. And then, in order to get to four, you have to do, you have to uh, midwife the reconciling force. Yeah. And you. the reconcile, and that's the third force. And the reconciling force for you in this narrative was to choose joy, to choose to trust that all things are moving you in a direction, even yeah. if on paper uh, it can be frustrating, you know, because yeah. you're on the call for, you know, two hours, whatever it is, one, you know what I mean? And it's like um, yeah. to anybody else and to you yourself, even a month, like I said uh, earlier, would have been a nuisance. But you're having this, that's the reconciling force is, when the dopamine hit is gone of i'm yeah. you know i'm close to god or whatever it is and then now you're thrust into normal reality to still trust that faith that act of trust the will to have faith if you will that yeah. is the reconciling force that that then opened your heart moved you into four and five <clears throat> and then shock six the active um shock and position six this is going to get you to open up your Blu-ray, the throat chakra. That's oh, the point. Because Ross and Ross says that the Blu-ray is the it's it's where you take all of the essence of who you are, so one through three, and then and you know, personality and all of that, one through three, and then the heart, which is perspective, 360 view, love and understanding, the green ray. And now you have to actively embody your yes. So to, to relate it to Mary again, uh, Ma Mary's yes, I'll be birth Christ. That would have been um, uh, her three, you know, that would have been position three for her. And, okay. but then position six for her would have been, okay, now Christ is born and you got to be a mother, you know, yeah. Like even when you're wow. in the manger, um, you're going to still choose to be a mother. Uh, you got to raise this kid, you know. So this is where you, with having said your yes and your trajectory is firm, when you're presented with these options, you're still going to choose to uh, say yes to your initial soul yeah. calling. Gotcha. Now that moves you into seven, you know, point seven, and right around point eight you become an elder in the uh particular decision so here we have a transformation that is um qualitatively different it's it's a qualitative transformation from when you started out and you and said your initial yes at one now you arrive at, at eight and you are a different being You've learned the lessons having had two shocks, affirmed mm -hmm. your yes, and your yes mm -hmm. is now grounded in some kind of ontological essence, uh, you know, expression. Mm -hmm. 
and you you incorporate the yes. You are the yes at this point. Now, the point of moving from eight back into nine is a starting space again of a new octave. Moving from eight to nine is where you become a teacher, an adept. So it, you're, use, you're using the Blu-ray. You're learning how to use the Blu-ray at six. That's the, um, the active shock. And then at seven and eight, you're really practicing that Blu-ray, its initial adept work. And then when you move into from eight to nine, you're going to be um, a mentor or some kind of teacher to help somebody else, which is both part of you moving on in your journey, but also you're giving it to somebody else. All of what you just learned from having gone through your own octave. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So let's read that. I just wanted to finish that up. Now let's return back to this, um, this deal with the professorship and all of that and also money because yeah. it's, it's, I, my opinion is that when we get to six, again, that is the active shock. Yeah. When we get to six and the choices are between maybe two or three different options that are attractive, yeah. um, it might mean a cut, you know, black and white, I'm going to choose A because even though B is attractive, I'm going to go with A. It might be that. But it also might be where you learn how to do both and. Because you're not at attached to either. Because your real vocation is always and everywhere. It's ancient and ever new. Every day is the new yes to that, that presence that's behind the notes of becoming. You know, and so every day is help me to be an instrument of your highest and greatest good today. And if, if that, if, so if, you, if that's what you're, moving into if that's what you're becoming uh then you might make some money on the side doing what you're doing good at but you're not going to be attached to it you're just going to set those flows and attend to the flows because all of what is going to be manufactured from this say energy and the financial energy you know will be stewarded back into your m macro flow yeah. of becoming yeah. one, uh, you know this um, instrument of union and unity for others yeah beautiful that's beautiful thank you for that so um you know in my deepest like mind and desire that's exactly what i articulate and feel like but i know and i well let me say this i want to say this in a way in which is not in a way in which is trying to pay attention to the, the hidden spots in my mind that maybe I'm not aware of. And maybe there is a little bit of, I just want to be, I just want to have the security and having a lot more money than what I have right now. Maybe that's there, but on the whole, I really feel that what I really desire is, is to experience. Well, let me say it this way. What, what I've been feeling is, um, bursting through all of the limits that I've placed on myself. And that's part of what um, it's part of what I've been writing down is just I've been paying attention to I've been limiting my own uh, limiting myself limiting what I feel I'm capable of doing and what I what I deserve to be capable of doing whatever the words are um, even just even just being willing to say like hey I I feel unworthy to be someone's guide 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's what started to come up for me as I was playing with the words spiritual direction, spiritual coach, whatever those words are. Of course, what kept coming up is you're not you're not there yet, Ryan. You're not good enough to do that yet. You know, it was that kind of thing. So and I, I fully and I want to be in the posture of a learner and a child in that way. But at the same time, to take responsibility and appreciation for what, I, what I've learned and the journey thus far. Um, and so maybe always a, a student teacher is, is the posture that I want to have. But at the same time, being able to say, um, I'm so tired, like they, they just, it just became so clear to me. I, I've just, I've just limited like what is possible in my own mind in so many different ways. And right before the new year, it was just like a, a I felt like a bursting of all of these little limits that I've put. And one of them has been, we always make ends meet, you know? And that came so clear in my mind. And it was just like, no, like, I'm so tired of that. It's unnecessary. Um, and so that, that's where, that's what I feel is kind of like this. I'm not really sure um, because I don't want to, I don't want to think that I'm further than I am or anything like that. But in my right mind, I know that I can do these side ventures with, with from posture of my soul self. I know I can. And that's, that's what I feel right now. And, it, and they're really just, and the way I experience it right now is I'm practicing being even more generous than I have been uh, before because I'm trying to just put my heart and my mind in the posture of when I'm making X number more, I'm, I'm going to put, I, I already have these practices in place that half of it, I give half of it away anyway. You know what I mean? So I, I'm trying to put myself in the posture of like, it doesn't matter how much I make, but also it's loads of fun to have these side avenues of, of revenue because of what it enables us to do and what it, how it enables us to be generous and such, you know? So anyway, you get what I'm saying, but it's just like, how do I, what do you, what do you hear in what I'm saying? Like, um, how do I make sure or just keep check of making sure I'm in alignment with those side ventures? So I think it's, become? Yeah, I love what you're saying. The only thing I could say, and this is maybe not the most enlightened view, uh, but it's one that, that I try to do myself, but I'm not saying that I'm enlightened. So, But honestly, I think you need to just keep wondering if you're doing it, if, <laughs> how much of your ego is involved or not. Just keep wondering, okay. keep asking that question, because the moment that you feel like, no, all the, I'm work, you know, I'm a high adept and I'm working all of the, you know, the law of three, law of seven to, to my benefit and da-da-da-da. And, and I think that's when we flip into the negative path okay. um, without even knowing it. Uh, and we move okay. in that trajectory or we depolarize, which is not something um, we should even be worrying about really because if you're really listening to your heart uh, yeah. and you're faithful to that and always keeping an aspect of humility um, okay. of the not okay. knowing, that's how we do it. And what Ra says is that the, the adept becomes the most humble, it's a funny statement, the most humble of them all. Like, I'm more <laughs> humble than you, you know, I think. <laughs> um, anyways, but no, the, 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 I think it's humble because there's a sense that an adept has learned the real... Uh, juxtaposition, the paradox of holding, this is what I know, gnosis-wise, but I, this is what I, I don't know. And, and to be honest, I don't need to know. It's like that desire to know it all uh, 
that dies because the mystic, the mystic in unit of consciousness feels a, a, a constant working inside the very uh, headwaters of creativity of God. You're, you're, you're the, the active force of God's own becoming, that's the unit of mystic, you know? Um, and when you and that's the hum, the humility of it because your personality, Ross says, is transparent. It's not that it disappears. It's not that the um, Ryanness that you have. I mean, that's the Ryanness that you have is super important because it's that incarnated intelligence is the precise thing that gives God the capacity to actualize love in this density where it was always held with potential but not actualized you know mm, so this is wow. this yeah. is the law of one uh yeah yeah but transparent in the sense that um it is the need for ryan to have his false self um gain power prestige and possessions for their own yeah. sake yeah. that has been it's constantly monitored yeah. Okay. Uh, because okay. that's the, the, the anchored self, the true self, is using the floating self, the false self, to do good in the world. Your roles, cool. your good looks, yeah. all that stuff. Your, your anchored self uses the floating self to do good in the world. But that doesn't mean that it's a one-and-done thing. It's a constant uh, mm. gymnasium workout where you're toning at all times. And that's part of mm. the game. It's part of the fun, you know? Mm. Cool. Okay, cool. I, I really like that. And I appreciate you said it that way. Um, I, on, on the 31st, um, I just did a little meditation of um, asking to hear words from my future self mm -hmm. on December 31st, 2024. Uh -huh. And what I got, and I appreciate that you've just affirmed it, what I got is humility. What I got was um, in fact, the words that I mean, I got a whole set of a whole set of words that, you know, is playful and, you know, whatever anyone wants to say about it is fine. Yeah. But what I felt that was so energetically affirming and, and you just affirmed it is I heard Ryan, the, the greatest thing from this year has not been what the businesses have done. The greatest thing has been your alignment with your higher self. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and that was so affirming because that's, that's what I feel right now. Like even like, as you've said, is what I'm so grateful for right now. And I, I just feel to be, and I, I practice it. I mean, like it's a habit that I've put into practice of three times spending time in gratitude, but I just feel so much gratitude. And that's what I felt last night, like after the group, um, just so much gratitude for, you know, getting to be in the group, getting to be with others who are journeying and, and that, that's what I feel like even this morning. It's, it's almost like I'm just writing this, this experience of everything can be loved. And, oh, that's what I was going to tell you this because I know I, I told you it was the biggest catalyst of the last month. And I know I told it to you, but maybe I didn't say the effect of it when I got all my accounts hacked and that business effectively shut down. I know I told you mm -hmm. that. Well, man, that has been the greatest gift because that very effectively shut down all of my ability to do anything with that for now, for another few weeks, at least. Um, even then, I don't know if he'll get sorted, but theoretically, but man, that has been such a gift because it has just turned all of my mind back towards more inward, for lack of better words, not towards what I was doing out there and trying to get done. And anyway, that just to say, like, that's, that's part of what 
that's part of what I feel like I'm, I'm experiencing right now. Well, yeah, I don't have to re-say that, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're also describing this beautiful dance that happens when we say our yes, that uh, the uh, universe responds. It's, it's a, um, uh, you know, from the, from the African experience that you have, the call and response um, in music, you know, yeah, the constant yeah. call and response, you're calling upon the universe, you're declaring your intentions to align yourself with um, this deeper, deeper self. And the universe responds by helping to um, create an environment uh, that would give you the capacity to say yes again, but this time okay. the stakes are higher. <laughs> okay. And right. you see, and so yeah. like yeah. you just said though, is it sucks that my thing got uh, hacked. Yeah. Uh, it was certainly an active, I mean, it was a, a passive, shock something done unto you yeah, that point okay, yeah but you're you're living into the blessing of it yeah uh has allowed you to simply fall into complete gratitude wow and this nice. is where let's say from a christian standpoint i'm sure other faiths have this this is where you and i would learn to live with one foot on the cross and one foot in the resurrection. Um, so that anytime that something happens to you, say a, a hack or whatever, um, that it hurts. There's, there's a way in which you're powerless upon the crucify, crucifixion of that incident. You can't do anything about it. There's a powerlessness, yeah. you're nailed to that. But yeah. because yeah. of your journeys um, that have always borne fruit, <laughs> Uh, you can also be simultaneously grateful that you've, you can have a choice to choose love, to choose the green ray and the blue ray. And then that also produces its own resurrection state. So you can be both on the cross and knowing that the resurrection is already happening in the midst of the crucifixion. And the only response to that kind of uh, I would argue, uh, ontological reality of God's own becoming. The only response, because we know that we're God at this moment, becoming um, manifested love with a pure will and faith, like at, at the very high level, the only response is joy and overwhelming gratitude. Wow, man. And that's what I'm hearing I'm you gonna... say. You know, I'm trying to be yeah. a mirror. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for affirming that and just articulating in that way, because those are really good words. Just and I know, like you said, not to be attached to just the feeling state that I'm experiencing right now, but overwhelming gratitude is a really good way of saying it. Mm -hmm. And OK, so so how do I from this space um, and, and, you know, trusting and releasing control mm -hmm. and not trying to not trying to maintain this state unduly, but how do I use the momentum of this state to move into what will be, well, I mean, I guess maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's the next week, or maybe it's April, moving into the sixth, the, the second shock, which requires the more nuanced, yes, for lack of better words. How, how, how do I utilize the momentum that I have here um, as I move into that? Mm -hmm. I think uh, what I would say is, 
you may not really know what is the more appropriate path. Um, and it's okay to not know because knowing is not of this density. It, uh, and if your, if your faith is that I'm don't know what's the right one, but I'm going to walk in faith in this, um, then it will bear fruit. If it's not the best and highest good, even though it might feel like it at the time, brother, you're going to know. Uh, and okay. it, there's going to be a way that the other option keeps resurfacing. Um, it'll be a way in which the door closes suddenly in the way that you're moving now. Like, let's say if you were to take this professorship and then something kind of shuts down, um, you will know. And you will also have the psycho-spiritual tools to handle whatever active, sh the passive shock that happens. Mm -hmm. So this is the active shock, you know, you're going to make a choice and you're going to choose something and uh, you're going to, if you're living your life right, you're going to have a new passive shock. Something's going to be done unto you. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to continue Perfect. to choose, you know, so this is how that yeah. cycle works. Okay. Okay. So let me just understand even yeah. just the basics of this framework are that, um, in a way, there could be several reaffirming passive shocks or several uh, reaffirming active shocks. Is that correct? Um, well, the passive shocks, th those usually don't feel great. Okay. Those are usually uh, painful things or uncomfortable things of powerlessness okay. where, where something is, it feels like something is done unto us. Okay. And our way to re respond to that versus react to that is literally the difference maker because if we try to to react in the same consciousness that we had when we first started our journey then nothing new will be gained uh okay. we're gonna yeah. go right back to say zero and then have to start again you know and we'll keep repeating that eddy that eddy that's kind of a closed loop until we learn a new way to respond to that active that sort of okay. that passive shock and, and that is what takes you to the next octave for lack of better words because then you you still go in a way or you can correct me if i'm wrong so the new response in that way the reaffirming of the yes it allows you to for lack of better words shift into if you want to use the right. words, new, new octave and it is it's almost like you could probably you'll do the same thing again and it will be the same question every time. It, or something similar, yeah. Okay. Uh, so think, of, so go, you continue to move? Yeah. Well, think of, the way I think of it is, uh, think of the Enneagram, the circle now, like you've been picturing it, sort yeah. of the vertical. Now I want you to put it down on its face. Okay. Um, just to use your mind. And that you're at point nine, so you're going to be at the top of this circle. Yeah. And now yeah. you're walking uh, left, right? You're going to yeah. one two three is um you have you yeah. have that passive shock and then yeah. depending on how well you and i would say respond to that if it's an act if we don't respond well and we just react then we might go through the rest of the steps but the level is still the horizontal level is still at the same elevation yeah, but if true. we if we do something different at three, yeah. then you can almost picture uh, a, a, spiral. A, a spiral. Yeah, there's an inclination. Yeah. Now, this is gotcha. still potentially there. 
uh, it, it's like when someone is an addict, um, let's say a, a drinking, they'll say, well, I'm going to AA meeting, but I know that while I'm in the meeting, my addiction is doing push-ups in the parking lot, you know? <laughs> it's like yeah. the, the old ways of being because of myelinated sheath and just the way our brain you yeah. know, likes habit, yeah. they're always, it's always running. It, it, it's, okay. but it doesn't okay. mean that your um, sense of the nexus of the inward spiraling and the upward spiraling, uh, where, where Raw talks about that nexus, that seat of consciousness is down there. It is actually that one tier up. And so you hit the four, five, six, and when you hit six again, if we don't, if, if we, if we do it well, then that's another level, another, a second tier up, you see? Yeah, I gotcha. gotcha. Um, but then yeah. there's, now there's two potentials. Uh, do you see that? So now yeah. we're, we're at level three, we're at the third floor, but the second floor is true and the first floor is true. And there, the potentials are running there. But your seat of consciousness, if you handle six well at seven and eight, it's it's actually steadily inclining. Wow. I got it, man. I got it. That's really helpful. Yeah, I like that. The image of the spiral is really helpful. Yeah, okay. I can feel that even just as we're so so what uh what what work can I do? And I know we're out of time here, so maybe this is for next session, but just as a question. Um I feel within myself the the tinge of oh no, you know it's like I know I know what my what I don't really want to happen. You know what I mean? And that's probably a good indication that I need to pay attention to that or to do some work with that because it's that little bit of I know what would make me really frustrated, but then you know the passive shock. I know what those would be that would make me really doubt whether I want to say another yes. You know what I mean? So how do I um, bring those out into the light and look at them and and open myself to them um, previous to them occurring, for lack of better words? And I, you get what I'm saying? Yes, I, I think that you already have some muscle memory on this because um, I think what I'm hearing you say is that your lower chakras that are asking about survival, asking about power, prestige, and possessions, asking about all yeah. the things that the lower chakras do, they keep re-emerging. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's not like those questions go away. They become quieter, maybe. Okay. But they, they still will surface. And I think it's perfectly acceptable just to admit that you have the fear that they okay. will become pretty loud but that you also okay. know that you have the tools to work through them. So, yeah. so okay. in other words, um, Jesus said, you know, be not afraid. But Jesus was also afraid in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, clearly we know that too, the, the shedding of sweating of blood. And so what if maybe the real message here is be not afraid of being afraid? Uh, mm. That it's okay, it's part of the human condition. And as long as we can admit our fears and work through them, that the fears have no grip over us, you know. Uh, ask the soldier, ask the soldier that wins the Medal of Honor, you know, how did you do the courage? I mean, nobody would say, well, I didn't have any fear. It was because of the sheer fear they had that they still, and they still chose. <laughs> and the last thing I'll say about that is um, you, uh, it's okay to 
take two steps back in this journey. So the three steps forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. Um, that's a part of it too. And so we have to realize that there's a pace. Everybody is on a, on a, on a certain pace of, of a spiritual evolution. The pace is something that we choose ourselves. Uh, but if we go too fast, then we're ready for at all the cylinders, then we can become pretty unbalanced. And so here you might see okay. from my, I would argue, probably unbalanced and biased position, but you might have somebody who is uh, intelligent and might have some spiritual uh, intelligence, might have some spiritual experiences that one might classify as unitive, um, maybe even esoteric or metaphysical kinds of uh, drawn, you know, drawn to that. Um, yet their emotional intelligence might not be very um, adequate or, uh, gotcha. yeah. And so there's a way that they could become teachers in some ways um, and, and maybe do some good work, but uh, the emotional intelligence would lead them to uh, ensconce themselves in a closed eddy and not know it. Uh, nice. So, nice. you know, yeah. a, kind of a sexual issue of, um, you know, preying upon students or it might yeah. be um, spiritual bypassing or it might be what I've seen in the disclosure field, um, a huge gravitational uh, point towards conspiracy to the point where uh, formerly um, people who had more green ray energy are now without even knowing it and still believing that they're beyond the green ray are actually through their fear and reactivity and anger um, are actually ensconced and closed down in the lower chakras. Mm -hmm. So it create can create some great imbalance on that. Mm -hmm. So be okay with the pace that you're at. The only thing that matters is your yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, that was really helpful. It's just that last piece. I really appreciate that. The, what resonated with me there was um, I, I have explicitly stated to myself and in my writing with, uh, with my higher self, my guides, um, I don't want to just be a philosophical teacher. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I've been for a long time. Um, and not, not that I have... Uh, consciously try to spiritually bypass and not integrate the other parts of me. But I think in a way I had not done that very well. And that's still where I'm at right now, clearly. But I, the practice that I feel right now is a desire of wholeness and integrity of integrating all the different parts and intelligences of emotional intelligence. And of course, um, bodily intelligence, not spiritual bypassing, you know, whatever that word is, spiritual intelligence. So I appreciate you saying that because that, that affirms for me, um, I'm, I, as a dominant three, I want to go fast. I don't want to go slow. Right. You know what I mean? But that also affirms for me that what, is uh, what I have been experiencing has been walking me through what feels to be a pace that is just opening up. And it's not, it's not me trying to rush ahead for like a better yeah. words. And so it feels right. Yes. Um, so it's just trusting, I think like you said at the beginning, it's just trusting the flow of things. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. because when you go to the two, remember from the one, the one is um, I desire, and then the two yeah. is the, the start of the journey. 
the three is good is picking up pace, man. You know, like you're okay. you're picking up pace at well, so uh, nine to one. Yeah, two. You're picking up pace. You're gonna hit three. You're gonna be going fast. Whammy. That's the that's when okay. you're passive to some kind of force that's coming on you. That's the okay. denying force from the law of three. And then the four is like recovery and a you know a reassertion of the yes. Um, the five is picking up pace again, but this time it's okay. at a little bit of a higher level, you know, more <laughs> more metanoia. And then yeah. the six is choosing. And I'll I'll end by this because I said you had some muscle memory. Think of it this way. Um, uh, of course, I don't know this to be true in your life, but I remember um, whenever I was dating my wife, uh, we were just dating, and I was in grad school. She was in medical school in Boston, and um, I w- had no intention of cheating on her or anything like that. I mean, you know, I very much take the vow of uh, our marriage seriously and all of that, but at that point, we were dating. And I remember in my social work classes and in my pastoral ministry classes, because I have a master's in both at Boston College, like there were a lot of eligible, single, very attractive mm-hmm. women that would that would mm-hmm. roughly be aligned with my trajectory that I thought I wanted at that mm-hmm. time. You know, I mean, there was a lot of them. Um, but I remember making constant choices, you know, like I'm I'm choosing a my wife, well, well, the girlfriend, <laughs> because oh, yeah. um, obviously it's life giving, but there there were times of choosing those things. So maybe I wouldn't say yes to oh. go into certain parties when somebody there that I might be finding physically attractive there, because you know one doesn't, you don't shut that stuff off, but you can use yeah. the discipline of personality to make choices that give you the best option or best uh, uh, opportunity t- to say continue your yes and integrity does that yeah. make sense gotcha yeah absolutely that's perfect explanation yeah 